Hey everyone, I'm Dave Coriel. And I'm Josh Good. And you're listening to the Unleash the Hive podcast brought to you by Christian Endeavor. At CE, we dive deep into intentional next-gen discipleship and explore what it means to thrive in the midst of chaos. In every episode, we consider how to help young people live, love, and lead in a broken, chaotic, and distraction-filled world. And we do all of this in seven minutes or less. So the third step that I want to offer all of us today is to encourage your heart. So again, back in our analogy of the mechanic, I've given the car. Person's now taken the car and has begun to work on it, begun to condition it. Well, I'm now given the car back and I'm given my life. I can just sit there and say, yeah, I've been given this back, but I don't trust it. I'm just going to I'm just going to hang out here and just believe that my car has been fixed, that it's been aligned, but I'm not actually going to take it for a drive because I'm just not sure if I can trust that it has been repaired. There's a scripture that I believe powerfully speaks to this. 2 Kings chapter 6 and I'm going to be reading reading a few select verses of this, but I got to set the stage first. First of all, Elisha is the prophet that's being talked about in the midst of this section. And Elisha is just, he's doing some incredible miracles across this part of the Bible. But what he begins doing is the king of Aram is just attacking Israel and trying to do everything that he can to bring down Israel. The thing that happens, though, is that Elijah, through the power of God, is actually getting the thoughts as soon as they come into Aram's king's mind. So he gets these thoughts and he starts sharing them with his generals and with his people. And Elisha immediately knows what it is that they're talking about, what the enemy's talking about. So he tells the king of Israel, hey, don't go here, don't go there, make sure you protect this part or that part. Well, the king of Aram is getting hot. I mean, he is just getting so angry because everything he tries to do doesn't work. And so he says to his advisors, hey, why is this happening? And they said, well, there's this guy named Elisha and he knows everything in it that you're thinking. And he keeps telling the Israelites. And so the king of Aram thinks he has this figured out. And he says, send an army to Dothan, which was the place where Elisha was hanging out. Elisha and his servant wake up in the morning. And when they wake up in the morning, they look out and they see an entire circle around the city of Dothan where they're staying. And that circle is warriors and chariots that are ready to just go and crush Elisha and everyone that is just living in this town. And so I want to read for you the words of the servant because his words are very much like our words that have come into our minds. Many of us have even spoken them in our own way in the midst of going through what we've been going through. Verse 15, right in the middle of 15, it says, when the servant of the man of God, who is Elisha, get up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Now here's the servant's words. We would oftentimes read it like this. Oh, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Reality, this would have been, oh, my Lord, what shall we do? Because this guy is scared out of his mind. He had no idea what he was going to do. How many of us have woken up and gone, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? My loved one is sick. What are we going to do? Job is lost. What are we going to do? 
all these things that help distract me from the challenges of life are taken away. What am I going to do? My connections at church, they're no longer there. What am I going to do? Lord, oh Lord, what am I going to do? Elisha's response is priceless. He says, don't be afraid. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. At this point, the servant must be thinking that Elisha has been off smoking the hymnal because he's looking around and he's going, we don't have any fighters at all. We don't have any warriors. What do you see? What do you think? And Elisha prayed, O Lord, open his eyes so he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes. And he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. We need to encourage the heart. We need to encourage our heart. We need to encourage the heart of those that are around us because our God has so much more power at his disposal than anything that we are ever going to face and that includes anything that COVID-19 can throw at us. Peace and purpose are available to us when we recognize the power that God has available and that he is using in the midst of all that we're going through. To get our cars in alignment, which is really the metaphor for our life, we want to take these three steps towards peace and purpose. We First of all, we want to offer everything that we have. We just want to say, God, here we are. Second, we want to allow God to condition who it is that we are through us going deeper into his word. And then third and finally, encourage the heart because we recognize that in the midst of what we're going through, God is so much bigger. How many times do we face something that we just don't know how we're going to deal with it? We just don't have any idea. And when we stare at it, all we see is the problem. All we see is the challenge. But we don't realize that that challenge is an opportunity for God to open our eyes and see that he is infinitely greater and has infinitely more power available that he makes available to us in the midst of our challenges when we pause and we trust him. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Unleash the Hive podcast. For more resources, check out our website, ceworks.faith. And check us out on social media at CE Works Faith. Remember to be intentional as you disciple and unleash the next generation for God's glory.